Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Well, good morning or good afternoon, whatever time frame you're in. Hello from the higher self voice. I'm Janet, as you know. Welcome, 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 and happy new year. It's 2018. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) how quick the years go by these days. I have come into 2018 more determined than ever to share the information that I feel can change people's lives. Uh, The higher self have indicated to me that a lot of the difficulties we've had, the upheavals, the disasters, problems everywhere around the gold in every sector of society, governmental, political, social, you know, cultural everywhere around the world. These upheavals are actually going to continue. They are representative of this full mind body detox that we're all in. And I've talked to you all about it in the prior shows and have also explained that the evolutionary thrust is a big part of it. It is telescoping or speeding up for the souls the need to deal with issue after issue after issue, problem after problem after problem, we are being pushed or propelled through these issues in order to clear them, to heal them, to balance them, whatever it is, whatever issue it is, whatever it needs to be, needs to be done with it. So, but I've also said the evolutionary thrust is the wind at our back, and it can be a tremendous help for us if we cooperate with it, if we use it to our advantage rather than just sort of being passive uh, souls that just allow ourselves to be, you know, buffeted around by all the troubles and the difficulties. So I started this year with a new series, the series on the etheric bodies. You'll see this poster in the background, uh, those of you who have, uh, that are watching the video. But I will explain it in a minute. But I do want to say that to understand the etheric bodies is really going to help clarify a lot of stuff for everybody. It's going to help you connect a lot of dots of things you've heard or read or seen or whatever. You're going to really begin to understand what is going on and how to help yourself with it. And the help is hugely simple, okay? It is not some difficult task that nobody's going to be able to, to, uh, to do. So, okay, 
So we're talking about the energetic fields, and there are many of them. There's more than just the aura, as most of you, I'm sure, know. And I'm not going to go into what they all are, but I'm going to talk about four energetic bodies today. These are the four that the higher self have really highlighted and explained in great detail for all of us because they're the most relevant in this phase of the soul-mind-body detox that is being carried out in this tremendous way and it creates a lot of suffering, a lot of panic, a lot of fear, a lot of, a lot of stuff, sorrow, hurt, pain, many, many things. And we can alleviate a lot of that by, for ourselves by, doing, by understanding the etheric bodies, by doing the work on ourselves that I'm going to be talking about over this new series. Anyway, this is a poster. I want to just point this out. It's symbolic. It's just symbol. There's a physical human body, and around the body we carry these symbolic etheric envelopes of energy, and there's four of them. The thought form body, I don't know if you can see this one, but this is the emotional body, the habit body, and the creative body. Those are the four, thought form, emotional, habit, and creative, okay? And they're energetic fields. They are not part of the physical body, but they are connected to us at all times, in all lives. From the first time we even came in as a mineral, we have them. So we've had them for a very, very long time, and that's what I'm going to be talking about. But I'm going to address the human side. Don't worry about any other parts of the soul's journey right now. Um, also, they aren't in necessarily this order. All the bodies work together as one. I separate them out when I discuss them so that you can understand how each one of them works. But please understand they, they work in concert. It's like if you want to understand an orchestra, you would want to know about the strings, the, the percussion, you know, the, the reed instrument, the brass, you understand all parts of the orchestra so that when you, but you understand the orchestra is a whole. It plays as a whole, plays together, plays off one another, plays in concert with one another. So it's the same with all of these, but I am going to explain them independently. And I'm going to begin with the nature of thought, which is related to, of course, the thought form body. Okay, so every time you think a thought, any thought, good, bad, or indifferent, positive, negative, neutral, every time you think a thought, it creates an energy. Yeah, every single time you think a thought, it creates an energy. And once that energy is created, it can't be destroyed. It can't be destroyed. It can be shifted. Its nature can be shifted, and that's what I'm going to be talking about next week. It can be neutralized, but Please just understand right now that once you think a thought, that energy is created and it's always there. Now, where does it go? Okay, well, when you think a thought creates an energy, it moves into the thought form body. Symbolically, remember, it's really working all together, but it moves into the thought form body. Now, I want you to understand that when you think a thought, any thought, it has each type of thought has its own magnetic signature. So let's say you, you wake up and you feel sick. You say, oh, sick today. That thought of I am sick has its own unique magnetic signature. When you're having a good time, you think, oh, I'm having so much fun today. 
you have a sun magnetic signature. Now, when you think those thoughts, what happens to them? Well, the sixth thought goes into the thought form body, and the magnetic nature of that thought is attracted to like thoughts. So it moves in and attaches itself to the I am sick thoughts you've had before in this life. Same with the fun. Every time you thought, oh, this is so much fun, you have a fun magnetic signature thought, and it moves into your thought form body and connects with the fun thought form, okay? So all the thoughts that you've had in this life have connected to and become attached to like thoughts, whether it's I am sick, I am fun, I'm sorry, I am putting on my pants right now. It doesn't matter. They are connected in, in, um, to all the like thoughts. Okay. So now please understand that this means that over your life, these thought forms grow. The more you have fun, the more the fun thought form grows. The more you have you're sick and you're thinking I am sick, the more that grows. But there's more to it than that because, as I said earlier, we are connected to our souls 24-7, always. And remember I, I said in one of the prior shows that over the lifetime we accumulate all of these thoughts and we accumulate other things too, but right now let's just talk about thoughts. When we lay aside the body, the energetics that we're carrying, the thoughts in this specific case, because I haven't told you about some of the other energetics yet, the thoughts don't get laid aside. All that's carried in that thought form body and all of the bodies, in fact, get carried into the afterlife and connect with the soul. Remember I defined the soul as the mind of the past, the mind being the aspect of this life, when you lay aside this life, that mind doesn't go anywhere. It gets folded into the conglomerate soul, taking all the energetics with it. So, in fact, we have an accumulation of thought forms, not just from this life, but from every single life, and that's eons of life that we have lived. Really important for you to understand that. So that I am sick thought form is actually gigantic. It is huge. Now, everybody has an I am sick thought form because even if you've never been sick in this life, it's pretty much a guarantee there's been some life you've been sick. So we all have it. All of us carry similar thought forms, but they vary in degree, in amount. So if you're someone who's gone through many lives fairly healthy and haven't gotten sick, whereas someone else who's been involved in a lot of plagues or some sort of illness pattern, the, the difference in the amount, the, the size of the thought form would be different per individual. But please understand, we all carry something of everything. We do, unfortunately. Okay, so now we carry all these magnetic energies in this thought form body. But I want you to understand these magnetic energies are soulless and mindless and they're willless. They only operate by magnetic, symbolic magnetic power. 
So they're attracting in not just our own thoughts. They attract in thoughts of other people. They attract in thoughts from the astral, the astral being the place that contains all thoughts of all humanities of all time. I will go into that part of the magnetic action at some other series, but I do want you to understand that that magnetic energy is very... um, it's very powerful, and it's drawing in and, and, and empowering itself. The I am fun is empowering itself. The I am sick and every other type of thought form is empowering itself moment to moment to moment. Yeah. And the bigger the thought form we have, the more power that magnetic energy has, and it will be even more of an attractor for the energies around it. Okay. I know that might sound a little bit funny, but... We think we're in charge sometimes, and we really aren't. And you're going to understand that by the time I finish all of this um, explanation about this energetic garbage that I call it that we've accumulated. Anyway, so, okay. So why is knowing about all this magnetic energy in our etheric body important? Uh, I'll tell you why. Because, in fact... Our etheric bodies are mirrored in our outer reality. Our outer reality reflects perfectly what we carry at this energetic level. Every, as I said earlier, every misunderstanding, every issue, every difficulty, every hurt, every pain, every miscommunication, every belief, everything is played out in our outer reality. You're going to understand that a lot better when I get to the creative body. But just hear the words now. You may not understand it perfectly. But we, we have all this energies that we've created. We didn't know that it had an effect. We've been pretty clueless about these etheric bodies, just like we were clueless about the divine energy we carry at the pure soul essence level. We've been pretty clueless. But in fact, you're not going to be clueless long because I'm going to be explaining it to you. And you saw, I hope, my result shows. I took three, and it's the result shows that maybe I jumped the gun and I should have put them in later, but it's because I did the neutralizing work that I'm going to teach you about next week um, that created those results, changing the nature of my etheric bodies, changing the nature of my energetic garbage, moving it out, getting rid of it, clearing it. And I'll explain the process, very simple, um, but that's what brings results. That's how we can take charge of our lives. In any case, um, all this energetic garbage really distorts, distracts, misinterprets, discolors, skews, skews, and really hides who we truly are. It just hides it. And so it is just essential if we want to know who we truly are, if we want to really be truly the directing identity of our lives, hey, listen up, because I'm going to help you do that, just that. Now, I do want to speak about the law of attraction. Um, The law of attraction is something the higher self talked about back in the early 80s. They didn't call it the law of attraction. They call it the law of magnetic attraction. And now I think you can understand why. You can understand why, because it's about this magnetic thought energy attracting in. Soulless, mindless, willless. 
but it tracks in. It's just like if you had a magnet, you kind of went around the room and go, and anything that was metal, it would just attach to. You don't direct it there. It doesn't direct itself there consciously. It's just that magnetic power just connects. And that's what happens with that's what happens with these energies. They're magnetic in nature, but they're soulless, willless, and mindless. Okay. Now, I don't talk about my work being related to the law of attraction very often, mostly because I think the law of attraction tends to be either oversimplified or sometimes really misunderstood. And but I don't want to denigrate in any way, shape, or form this whole idea that's really global now, that thought counts, that consciousness counts. That is huge, and it's opened up so many doors. And I, I'm endlessly appreciative that that whole movement of the, the law of attraction came before my moving out into the world and sharing this information because I think it gives everyone kind of a foundation that they can understand my work even better. I don't have to start with, oh, gee, thought counts because people know that already. It's fabulous. But here's some of the misunderstandings. Now, I don't know that everyone has this misunderstanding, and I think it's being clarified a lot more now, but when I first started, it wasn't as clear as it is now. And the clarity that, that I'm hoping to bring to this, the missing piece, so to speak, is that something needs to be done with the negative energies. Because as you now know, when you think a positive thought, I am wealthy, it moves in and it attaches to our wealth thoughts magnetically. Does it touch any of the negative thoughts in any way? No. They don't affect one another. When we think a thought, it's just like attracts like, and that's it. So if the magnet you have is attracted to a certain kind of metal and goes, it doesn't affect anything else around it that has nothing to do with it. And so when we think positive thoughts, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am healthy, whatever it is, you are adding to that thought form. Not a bad thing, not saying at all that it's bad, but it has no effect whatsoever on the negative. I am poor. I am financially unstable. I am whatever. I can't afford. All of those aren't touched, and they're still in there. All those negative negative magnetic energies are in that thought form body, carrying the bulk of all the lifetimes of thought of I am poor, I can't afford, I don't have enough food to eat, whatever it is that's related. So that is really important because if we never think a negative thought the rest of our lives, it doesn't touch the negative thoughts we've already had in this life and all other lives. And therefore, If we just focus on thinking positively, again, nothing wrong with that. But if we only focus on that, we are, again, giving unrestrained license to all those negative magnets that are going to continually feed and empower the negative thoughts that we already have. 
So, again, what we need to do is we need to deal with the negative. And I'm going to give you an analogy. If you think of the lady of justice holding the scales and you have the two scales, and if we think of the negative on one side and the positive on the other, the distortion of the negative over the positive, there is no balance there. The negative way outweighs the positive. And I often give this example in my groups. You know, let's say you wake up in the morning and you have a backache. Strike that. Let's say you wake up in the morning and you feel great. You've had a fabulous sleep. You say to your husband or your mate, I feel so good. And I just jump out of bed. You start to make your list of all you're going to accomplish and you're busy, 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 and you're productive and you're this, that, and the other or whatever. When we wake up with a backache, what do we do? We roll over. We start to complain. We start to say, what am I going to do? How am I going to get to work? How am I going to deal with my kids? You know, then you get on the phone and you're dealing with work, you're dealing with your cohorts or whatever, you, you talk to your kids, you managing, and finally you roll into work an hour late, and the UPS guy come in and, comes in, and you see him three times a week, you're pretty friendly, and he says, hey, how are you doing? Well, if you felt great, you'd say, oh, I'm so great, how are you? But when you feel bad, and he says, how are you doing, you say, well, since you asked, just let me tell you. And off you go again. We all do this and relate to all the negative things. Well, you have to understand that each time we discuss, we focus. We're adding to that, I am sick or I feel or I hurt thought form, okay? And how much have we added to the positive? And let me tell you that the lives we've had before this life, hugely, 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 hugely different. We've been mostly in lives that have been like the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, you know, early Rome or Grecian-type lives, all over the planet, um, tribal lives. I mean, just, and, and we've been on so many different planets and we couldn't even imagine. But the lives were difficult. On this planet alone, just, just look at the, the long history that man has had and how difficult it's been. All the natural disasters, nobody understood. The germ theory of disease, nobody understood. You know, you had something catching, you've got to isolate that person and put them in quarantine. You know, we didn't understand that. So there was just a tremendous amount of hardship, suffering, pain, difficulties. You all know that the, the length of the expectation of life has grown over the last 100 years because the medical uh, and scientific um, discoveries have come into play. So you, you know on some level what I'm saying is really accurate. And so we, we died young, we died hardship, we were killed in wars and battles and conflicts and natural disasters and, like I said, diseases and all, oops, all sorts of things. So the lives we've lived have been really so much more difficult than this life. So you have to imagine that scale of justice. We have the negative on one side and the positive on the other. And I'm kind of exaggerating, but the analogy I'd like to make is that the negative side is like it's weighted down with bricks. And the positive side is weighted down with feathers. I'm just using that distorted analogy. It's probably overstated, but not by much 
that the negative is so, so intense. So, yes, thinking positive thoughts can help, but adding feathers isn't going to help as much as dealing with the bricks, which, again, I'm going to get to next week. But that is really important to understand that we're really all going around our lives weighted down by these bricks without really understanding fully. We can have some some ideas. The higher self are really, really clear, and I've only just explained thoughts, but there's way more. There's actions and there's emotions, and you'll see how they add in in some of the future shows because I'm going to talk about all of it and how it affects us. It is that's a huge effect. Our energetic field, as I said, I call it energetic garbage because that's really what it is. But just like garbage, we can handle it. We can do something with it, okay? And, in fact, we're going to recycle it, and I think you're going to find this very interesting when I talk about it next week. All right. So we have a long uphill battle in front of us if all we do is think positive thoughts. We definitely need to deal with the negative, and the, the negative is not just let me just explain something. If you have an anger problem, for example, we've all been angry. There isn't a life that we haven't been angry in. Everybody carries anger. It's part of the human condition. Okay. If you have a serious anger problem, a really serious one, and you can hurt someone when you get angry, you might take an anger management class. The anger management class is going to give you solid techniques. There's nothing wrong with anger management classes ever, they really help people learn to deal with that anger, either to sublimate it or to, uh, however, to move it to, as, you know, techniques to keep it at bay or to even get yourself and get a handle on it or whatever. I, I don't know. I've not been to an anger management class, but I've read good things about them. So, but what is happening in a class like that? It, the anger management is a coping mechanism. It's a way to deal with this anger that is, it takes over and it has a life of its own. And we're going to talk about emotions down the line. So we'll get there. But I'm just giving you an example. What this, this energetic garbage needs is it needs to get rid of the anger itself. That's what this technique that I'm going to teach you next week is going to do. It's not just a Band-Aid. I think I gave you the Band-Aid analogy. You don't want just a Band-Aid. Band-Aids are really important. They keep things clean, they protective and everything. But if you don't deal with the underlying wound directly, you're still going to get gangrene or something horrible, you know, if you have a deep gash that gets infected or whatever. So the important thing is that you, you need the Band-Aid, you need the coping mechanism, you need the anger management classes, whatever is out there on the table, but this is really going to deal with the underlying cause. It's just so powerful. And I, I'm looking forward to next week to, to share it all with you because it's, it's really important. And anyway, so... If we want, the point is, if we want real and permanent change, we're going to need to neutralize. We're going to need to neutralize the energetic garbage. In fact, down the line, you're going to see the reason why not only do we neutralize the negative, but we even need to neutralize the positive. And I'm not going to go into it today, but even the positive 
can be utilized in our negative patterns. Right now, I've kept it sort of narrow, talking just about one thought form, but in fact, what we have really is different thought forms that work together and that create there are many, many thought forms. All of the thought forms are providing fuel that develop and create the patterns in our outer reality. And the patterns can even carry positive, negative energy, positive magnetic energy. So we eventually we're going to clear, aim to clear all of these energetics. But I'm really focused right now on those bricks. Okay, we're really focused on those bricks. <laughs> okay, basically it for today. Um, thought, think a thought, creates an energy, has its own magnetic signature. It moves into the thought form body, which is, becomes a storage place. Like attracts light, so every thought is attracted to like magnetic energy. It doesn't touch or affect any of the other energies, doesn't it? So no matter how many positive thoughts we think, it's not going to have any effect on the magnetic energy that the negative, the negative thoughts that we've had carry. So it's really important that we deal with these negative energies. Thinking positive thoughts, important, go right ahead. It, uh, it, it absolutely is uh, something that will help, but remember the analogy. Remember the analogy that the heavy hitter, the heavy thing that we need to deal with is those bricks. And eventually we'll be even dealing with those positive thoughts, but go ahead, continue to think positively, absolutely. It's not going to hurt anybody at this time. It is the negatives that are really creating anchors and dragging us, dragging us, dragging us keeping our lives from unfolding in the beautiful ways that we are, to be all that we are, to manifest all that we are. So with that, I'm going to say goodbye until next week. I hope you have a great week. And I want to just put a shout-out to those on the East Coast. Uh, apparently there's um, tremendous cold and storms that are going to hit from Florida all the way up to Maine. And just know that, having gone through the disasters here in California, and there isn't anyone that hasn't gone through some major somethings, uh, whether it's flooding or uh, fires or tornadoes or monsoons, whatever. I just, we all are there with you on the East Coast. Meanwhile, have a wonderful week again, and I will I'll be back with neutralizing the key the key to being a directing identity in your own lives. Thanks so much, guys. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Janet is a catalytic artist, an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, 
HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.